Hello, hello there. This is Stan Janowski, also known as Victor Crumb, and you are listening to Paging Mr. Potter. <laughs> Mr. Potter. Harry Potter is a book. We will read it page by page. Come and join us if you dare. Are we recording? Yes, we are. It's time to do the podcast with my friend. <laughs> That's not the song I thought you were singing. <laughs> is that the Hufflepuff? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, everybody, is Crumb Foo fighting? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get it. One was fast as it didn't have to do that. It was mostly about the crumb bit. The second line's not that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Well, Nathan, you're not of the Asian persuasion, so you may not realize this, but this is actually an incredibly important day for us of... Oh, my gosh. The, yes. Uh, if you have eyes even remotely slanty, then this is a day of... Um, <laughs> Deep importance to all of us, and um, so a big. Do you know how to say it, Renan? Oh, a big hearty gungi uh, fachai to all yeah, my good. little squinties and slanties out there, my jaundiced <laughs> yellow skin brothers. Hello, hello, ni hao, uh, zai big jen, ni big and ni a sheshe for your patronage. Thank you for listening. I'd love to join in with all this stuff, but um, not of the slanty-eyed persuasion as you uh, so mm. delicately put it. However, mm-hmm. I was aware that it's uh, Lunar New Year, the Chinese New Year, uh, at the moment because I got an interesting payment request from Reardon on Beamit <laughs> yeah. uh, this week. Me too. He, yes. oh, he apparently hit up everyone in his phone book, um, requesting <laughs> $10 from each of them, uh, I guess for a prosperous year. Uh, me yep. not knowing how to deal with culturally sensitive issues, I just paid, um, lest I look <laughs> like a big racist. <laughs> Turns out it was all a big scam. Reardon, how much coin did you rake in on this on this? Racket essentially that you've been running this year. Yes, well, the Chinese are a famously sneaky and devilish people, so mm. uh, it's our <laughs> tradition to be as sneaky as possible uh, and conniving <laughs> as possible on Chinese yeah. New Year. So yes, I did send out to I don't know if people have the app Beam. Uh, it's like an automatic payment app. So everyone that was on that in my phone book, I sent out a request just for $10 for Chinese New Year. Uh, so far, Andrew declined and then uh, berated me. Uh, so no, no, no money from Andrew. Um, but then I did pick up... You I can't get I'm one over me, Reed, and I am of the Asian persuasion myself. Mm. I knew straight away what you were up to because I also love tricks. Um, <laughs> I... I like the rest of my, like everyone on the on the great Asian continent is. I'm not to be trusted either. No, so no. It's, um, game you know, recognized game trick, recognized trick. Except, yeah, I have got a lot of white guilt money starting to flow in. I'm at forty six dollars. Yeah. I've got Nathan actually paid me twice because he wasn't sure if he actually paid me the first time. So I wanted to make sure that he wasn't being racist and sent me uh, a, bit, I just a little topped bit, it up a, a little bit, bit of a top up. Yeah, topped yeah, it up. A top up. Uh, I've got a few people, um, well, actually only three others that uh, that sent me money, but they were all just like, what's what's this? Why did I just send you $10? And I was like, for Chinese New Year, it's customary. And they're just like, oh, okay. They didn't find it that so that's funny. A, that's a fun little trick that all of you um, people can play next year, next Lunar New Year. Hey, um, maybe, 
we can um, start off this year right. I'll put my bank details out <laughs> on the Instagram and any podcasters, any podophiles who just want to send me some money for Chinese New Year, um, <laughs> go ahead. I'll accept it. Send me those little red packets. That's his solemn promise. He will accept that <laughs> free money from yes. you for no reason. And I, you will get a very prosperous uh, 2022. Maybe. I don't know. I will if you if you all send. It sounds me money. like they won't. I mean, they're already starting by losing money on something completely pointless. <laughs> so it sounds like it won't be all that prosperous. But hey, what do I know? Being um, not Chinese myself, and also having fallen for your scam. So Dumble yeah, do lightly. donate, give generously. Um, yeah. Dumble donate, I reckon. Dumble do Nate. Dumble do Nate. Nathan. Um, well, that's mental. Um, hey, it's um, been a long, long time between. Pods, should we acknowledge yeah, sorry, I'm not quite ready it. to talk about that yet. I'm not quite ready to talk about that. I wanted to talk about the song that Reedan brought to the mm-hmm. table today in the load of Hufflepuff and in the uh, song. Ooh, what's it geez. called? Uh, <laughs> Jesus, struggling to speak there. <laughs> Trying to get the wheels turning. Uh, Can't do that again. Kung, uh, Fu, Kung Fu fighting by uh, Carl Douglas Jr., of course, the famous uh, uh, Jamaican uh, <laughs> DJ, I think. I don't know. Now, what, what, you know, famous kind of oriental battle is he referring to there? Is it about a specific war? Um, <laughs> is it about the kind of Mongols conquering um, the, the terracotta warriors, perhaps? Terracotta oh, warriors, ter- maybe? Yes. From he, the Qin he, dynasty? <laughs> um, details are pretty vague. He's, it's a bit <laughs> rambling. Um, first, he just kind of oh, says, really? everybody is kung fu fighting. So, okay. um, must be pre-weapons because you think if there were weapons... You know, kung fu, no match for a gun. Mm. Um, yeah. So we're talking, you know, the Qin Dynasty. Qin Dynasty. Oh, my thoughts exactly. Qin and dynasty, probably points yeah, yeah. towards a civil war. If if they're all kind of uh, participating in kung fu fighting, obviously a very mm. traditional. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, style of no, um, no, no, martial no, no, arts. No, no, please keep, go on. Keep localized keep to I think the northern or maybe southern and middle parts of China. So. It's funny because people talk a lot about how you know um, a lot of a lot of Western culture has been, uh, I guess, romanticized through culture, through film, mm. through 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 music and that. And they sometimes mm-hmm. forget that there's a lot of um, fascinating culture about Chinese and I guess just Asian culture in general. Because obviously everybody was kung fu fighting, as we've unpacked here, mm-hmm. is about some famous Chinese war. We're not exactly sure which one, but we will dig into that. And please write in mm. if you know. Andrew, does it help that there there were funky Chinamen from funky Chinatown? Does that uh, is that a helpful? That makes clue sense. For I mean, you? that's where they're going to come from. I mean, they're gonna, you know, it's that makes a lot of sense to me. It does check out. The other thing I was thinking about that this immediately reminded me of was that song um, "Turning Japanese." I think I'm turning Japanese. I really <laughs> uh, think so. I think that's vibe. Japan's national anthem, isn't it? Well, that's right. I was thinking. I think that song is actually about the you know the Japanese imperialism of mm. the kind of Second World War and how they were literally conquering areas of China and you know other areas like Manchuria, places like this, and literally turning people Japanese. Um, you so really again, think just so? A bit of a, I really well, I suspect so. Anyway, I, mean, <laughs> I, I wasn't one there, but I can curse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very confident in that. Uh, anyway, th- wow, wow, hey, guys. Hey, hey. Another thing, um, I, I also wanted to discuss Ridden's song before we mm. pivot away. Oh, good, um, good. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Another good song. Before we pivot away, pivot away, pivot away. <laughs> now, that's 
Wow, that's good shit. Um, reading. You said <laughs> yes. off mic that yep. uh, you really had to sing that particular song because it was very time sensitive and it wouldn't be appropriate for any other pods. Yes, Drew was trying to steal my thunder at the start of the podcast, swanning in, doing my thing, the Hufflepuff. I said no, he Andrew. Said not today. I not to not today. I simply mm. must get this very timely, very prescient um song away. <laughs> And I was uh, maybe a bit arrogantly, I thought I knew what, what you were going to get at, Ridden. Um, so I've written down, you told me to write down my guess before yeah, you sang the song. what did you think it was going to be? This is what I thought it was going to be. I James thought you were Blunt. going James to <laughs> bless us with your famous impersonation of James Blunt. And ah, maybe you'll give us yes. a little rendition in just a little bit because James Blunt has been in the news recently. Yes, he's... he's yes. This is, are we talking about the Neil Young thing? About the Neil Young, Joe Rogan debacle, basically yeah. when Neil Young told Spotify that he would basically walk from the platform unless they took down their biggest cash cow and biggest earner <laughs> and probably the biggest personality, yeah. the guy they paid millions and millions of dollars to get. $100 million. Get. Dollars. $100 yeah, I'm million sure they're going to completely, you know, just shoot that down because um, some curmudgeonly old man kind of wants to wants to make a stand in the twilight years of his life. Um, bizarrely, <laughs> Joe Rogan's still on the spot. And I'm a big Neil Young fan. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love the guy. Um, I think who's um, who, there's somebody else who took their music down recently as well. Um, jo- Joni Mitchell. Yeah, Joni Mitchell, right? So Blue, some, you know, a famous yeah, They album. don't have the cultural so cachet true. that they maybe once had. I, I'd still exactly. think Joe Rogan's a little bit more popular at the moment, but, you know, good on them for taking a, a pathetic, uh, futile stance. Pointless <laughs> um, stand, yeah, yeah. But James Blunt weighed in, and I wanted to run this by you guys for two mm. reasons. Firstly, because, well, I may as well read his tweet if I can find it. Um, it's all right, we can wait. This is a bit like in the Joe Rogan podcast where he just throws to some random kid who has to Google stuff and we just wait for like 40 <laughs> seconds while he does so. Do, they don't we need to get out. one of those. They just leave it. Yeah, we do. We need a fucking minion. Yeah, although I hope this doesn't go for fucking four hours like his podcast did. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so James Blunt said, a bit tongue-in-cheek perhaps, if Spotify doesn't immediately remove Joe Rogan, I will release new music onto the platform. Hashtag you were beautiful. And I've got two questions mm. for you guys. Firstly, okay. is he saying that he wants Joe Rogan to stay on the platform and he's willing to provide us with some great new music if they you know, <laughs> stand by their man? Or is he yeah. saying I'm such a shit artist that if you don't take him down, I'm kind of threatening you with a yes, I think it was the yeah. latter. I, is it actually? He, I, like, yeah, it is because he's done this before. He's kind of he is a bit of a he's kind of realized that he's a meme, and I can't remember. There has been a few times in the past where he's kind of poked fun at himself and said how shitty he is, which I don't find remotely endearing. Um, no, it's to his be honest. new thing. Like, I think it's like ever since he um got a Twitter account, his shtick has just been to be like, I'm a pathetic little bitch, <laughs> and everyone yeah. goes, ah, just professional, and he professional. Goes, I Twitter like cuck. a little prissy bitch, and everyone goes, "Yeah, I'm insufferable." Wow. Everyone goes, "Yeah, yeah." So um, that's insane. So that that really is your shtick now, just being a, like yeah, a Twitter yeah. simp <clears throat> and pathetic worm. Yeah. That's him. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I wasn't <laughs> really expecting that. Well, my second question um, is: Do we take a stand, a similar stand? And what is our position? Mm. Do we threaten Spotify to pull our psychotic Potiphar listenership? Um, obviously hurt them in their hip pocket 
Yeah. Mm, or yeah. are we famous champions of free speech and obviously big fans of Joe Rogan? Which side do yeah. we come well, down on this whole thing? I mean, I suspect if... Because um, our music is on Spotify. Sorry, our podcast is on Spotify. I, I suspect that if Neil Young had been aware and Joni Mitchell had been aware of our podcast, they would have taken their music off it long ago. <laughs> I, yes, um, I think any act, no matter how big or small, if they came across this podcast perchance, uh, there's simply no way that they would want to be associated, even in the most tangential way. Exactly right. <laughs> That's my suspicion. Um, what um, was your question? <laughs> I don't even know. Well, I think that pretty much covers off uh, James Blunt. But Ridden, before we move on, do you want to just give us a quick "You're Beautiful" or whatever that stupid song sure. was? Uh, it is a very good, good impression. <laughs> I'm nervous now. I, what What do you prefer? Is it "You're Beautiful" or "Goodbye, My Lover"? Because they're both. Lover. You're up to you, man. Kinda, yeah. Balls in your court, but you got to nail it. This is probably the most annoying thing that you do And you do it all the time Without asking And the one time it's relevant I know Alright My my palms like Just like in Lose Yourself (laughs) My palms are literally sweaty Ridiculous arms heavy Um, Maybe this is what Eminem was talking about Unlikely Guess so Yeah (laughs) Um, Okay My life is brilliant My love is pure I saw an angel Of that I'm sure She smiled at me on the subway She was with another man But I won't lose no sleep on that Cause I've got a plan (laughs) That's fucking outstanding Very well done It's very good It's a little bit rusty A little bit rusty Haven't pulled it out in a while Um, You're welcome You're beautiful and you're welcome And welcome to the Paging Mr. Potter podcast Oh, very, very good. Um, yeah, it's been a while, obviously. Uh, pretty much every year we do this, right? Where we say mm. we're going to take a couple weeks off and then we end up taking like six weeks off. Cause we often forget that it's annoying. Um, like it's not even just a conscious decision of us going, ah, let's not do it. We genuinely forget about it. Like, oh, yes. like this so is such relaxing. a small part of our lives. It's so <laughs> nice not doing it as well. You don't understand. It's a bit like when you're on holiday and you're like, oh, can we just stay for one more night? Like, should we do it? <laughs> yeah, you're going to have yeah. to rearrange flights, but it would be so nice. <laughs> but unfortunately, uh, our dreams are shattered and um, we're back to reality. So, yeah. Hi. Thanks for all your really... Yeah. Um, Abusive <laughs> messages demanding we come back. Um, very yeah, that nice was great. for the ego, but also uh, some of them quite chilling. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it really just reminded me of why um, this podcast fills me with dread. Mm. Um, getting some of those messages, so thank you. Mission accomplished. Here we are. Um, I, I part of the reason we it took us a while to get back was because I did have COVID. We were actually going to come back a couple weeks ago, but I was thank God for um, that COVID. Yeah, I know. You both were <laughs> devastated when I told you that I wasn't going to be able to pod. There is a silver um, lining. So, yeah, wait, yeah, so yeah. is this a little seggy of Drew's flu? Are you going to give us the... <laughs> <laughs> Drew's flus. Um, what do I do in this segment? How was it? Any good? <laughs> oh, Feeling better? It was pretty unpleasant, but yeah, I mean... Yeah, you know, it didn't it sound fine. great. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was fine. It's just the flu, bro. It's just the flu. It's just like a bad flu, man. But yeah, it was, it was pretty good. I just lay on the lounge for a week. Um, so most of that was good. I don't know. I feel like most people listening to this will have had COVID now. Everyone's had fucking COVID, haven't they? You've Not probably me, had it. Brother. You just don't know yet. Yeah, I mean, I, I genuinely think I might have had it by now. Well, because no one could get rats, right? So I know quite a few people that are like, I'm pretty sure I had it, but I, 
was never able to confirm it. Anyway, I don't want to talk about fucking coronavirus because then we are Why? actually going to be like un- Joe Rogan. Yeah, Neil Young's going to be very angry at us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can't have that. He's one of our biggest fans. <laughs> <laughs> he finances um, this whole charade. Is there something about um like rats and scabbers? Is there a, a joke in there? Like, if yeah, you're... well, that can be one of our famous um you know DIY jokes. DIY you know? jokes. <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. You guys can construct that one. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> Andrew, you were in the middle of saying something. Please continue. What I was going to say is, if we were in two minds about coming back, there was an event that occurred uh, not two nights ago that really confirmed for us that we needed to come back and do the pod. It was a sign from the gods, really. Um, And that was Ash Barty Crouch Jr. winning the Australian Open. you know, Ash Buddy Crouch, with the with the weight of this nation on her shoulders, became the first Australian to win the Australian Open in I think it's forty four years. And you know, it's been a tough it's been a tough couple of years for the people of this country. You know, this was an enormous moment for Indigenous Australians, but also for short immigrants, Australians. short mm-hmm. Australians, white devils alike, mm-hmm. all of them. And I think to 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 dominate the tournament in the way that she did, and to win that match in the way that she did, which is very impressive, under you know that just unfathomable pressure, to do all that and to still have the presence of mind as she you know just smashed that winning forehand down the line, to have the presence of mind to look up at her box and just scream with all, you know everything that she had. Hello, father. <laughs> It really was absolutely breathtaking. Uh, uh, that's why I love that sport. That is what it's all about at the <laughs> end of the day. That's what it's all about. From the moment uh. you started talking, I think everyone knew exactly what you were going to say. And it was <laughs> oh, still, yeah. it was no less satisfying. It was Thank no you. less satisfying. In fact, possibly more. Uh, well, I will be doing brilliant. that every single year until Ash Barty retires <laughs> on this podcast. So. It will never not be funny. It's still the funniest thing we've ever said. But we have talked about how her her career like went to the next level when she joined the mm. Potiphar Ring the Potiphar all those many ring. years ago. Then yeah, I noticed yeah. that um, you know Nick Kyrgios and Tanasi Kokonakis they've been dubbed the Special K's, which you would think is a, one of the stupidest nicknames imaginable. Mm. A box mm. of Special K, a bland white cereal, cereal to describe like the live wire kind of almost Happy Gilmore esque duo that's you know taken the stuff shirt sport of tennis and like flipped it on its head and like reinvigorated it to name that special k that makes no fucking sense and is so lazy and shit until you consider that it's an allusion to john harvey kellogg Ah. who we've discussed at length on the podcast so yeah yes i like to think that we help their career as well i mean you could think about it in this way Mm. what tanasi and nick kyrgios did to their opponents was not unlike what John Harvey <laughs> Kellogg did to some of those young boys that he was experimenting on. So I just, I think, bravo. And, um, <laughs> and, and uh, just for defamation oh reasons, that's not to say, that's not, we, we're drawing similarities, but we are not saying that Nick Kyrgios and Thanasi Kokonakis had some sort of elaborate scientific um, program going where they performed uh, yogurt enemas on uh, underage boys. No, that, we, we are not. We wouldn't that. dream of saying that. We're not saying that, but we are saying make sure you listen to those Kellogg's episodes of the pod late last year. 
they if you if you don't know what we're talking about because they were really something to behold and i'm glad we're treading over the same old ground that we did last year like we haven't made any fucking forward progress at all we're just rehashing uh problematic old shit Mm -hmm. Um, Well, speaking of rehashing problematic old shit, mm -hmm. I would love to bring you the very first episode of Rugby League News for 2022. This is exciting. This is exciting. Because people are wondering, you know, ashes are over. The the tennis is over. Like, what are we going to do with our lives, Andrew Reardon? Well, it is still six weeks until until the, you know, competition starts in earnest. But as we often say on this pod, the off season is the main season for us. We say that uh, because that's we yeah we always say it as clumsily as I just did as well. That's when they're that's when they're at large. That's when they're out in the community, and that's where they're wreaking their havoc. So idle hands, my friends. Anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) idle hands make wandering hands often. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you betcha. Um, So. Blake Ferguson, affectionately known as Fergo. Uh, probably you guys know him best for having the worst face on planet Earth. Um, <laughs> he was supposed to be code switching. So he's a rugby league player, obviously. He was supposed to be code switching and going to play some rugby union in Japan. Have you guys been following this story? Are you aware of what's uh, transpired? I don't follow any Blake Ferguson news at all, Andrew. No. Wow, that's at your peril. (laughs) Let me just read. This is a direct quote from um, Fox Sports. It's alleged Ferguson, who had ambitions of one day playing for the Wallabies, punched a patron at a restaurant in the red light district of Tokyo, and police officers found cocaine on the tri-scoring machine. Um, (laughs) Drug possession charges for substances such as cocaine can carry prison sentences of up to five years in Japan. Now, this happened in December, and he is still in jail. Oh, that's a long time for a, <laughs> yeah. at least a, a, a famous person. Yeah, yeah, big time. So, the first question I had when I first read this news was, I mean, we've spoken about the guy's head. The guy has a nose like an ampersand. How was he planning on getting the cocaine <laughs> up the nose to the blood-brain barrier? That's my first question. And if you don't know what he looks like, please, you know, look it up. Well, that's you need a bit of Sokotoa to figure that one out, Andrew. You just got to. Um, <laughs> it really is. It's all about. It looks like a broken sundial. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is not a you know this is not your kind of run in the mill deviated septum. This is a deviation doesn't really do it justice. This is more like continental drift. This is <laughs> this is several <laughs> standard deviations. Yeah. <laughs> So I was just interested in what his plan was. In my mind, that's actually a great defense that he could have used. Yes. You know, Your Honor, I obviously had no intention of using this. Well, it's cocaine. a bit like I, you know, I have arthritis in the in the trigger pulling uh, finger. You know, I physically, I even if I wanted to, you know, shoot <laughs> someone, I, I just can't. So or Prince Andrew, who famously cannot sweat. And so yeah, that was his defense. It's a great defense and it always holds He water. could not have been involved. If the powder doesn't fit, then you simply must acquit. <laughs> <laughs> 
So anyway, uh, I guess this is a story that's uh, you know still in progress, um, but I will keep you all up to date as news hits my desk. And, and a little message just to Blake. I mean, Johnny Cochran, he is expensive, but the guy's good. He's got a bloody good track record, and I, I think he's the man <laughs> for the job. If anyone can cast a reasonable doubt on Blake Ferguson's capacity to snort coke, other than Andrew, it's either Andrew or Cochran. I'd, I'd go for either one of them. Who's Johnny um, Cochran? Yeah. He's the uh, kind of uh, race-baiting piece of shit who got OJ off. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Famous. Very cool guy. <laughs> He's cool. He's pretty cool. <laughs> He's pretty <Hey>. cool. <laughs> He's a good bloke. He's a good bloke. I was thinking um, maybe they could, instead of um, Johnny Cochran or whatever, um, mm. maybe they could get one of the best uh, rugby league lawyers who can get, uh, you know, bloody Cameron Smith off all those charges. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> oh, Am yeah, I right? very good. I mean, yeah, exactly right. I think, I think Phil Gould could get him off. During his lunch break Just yeah. as something to do in his spare time He could easily sort that one out uh, All good options So <laughs> These are all great options all And Blake if you are options. listening Yeah if you've got your If you've got a You know a little um, iPhone in your jail cell And you are able to listen to this podcast Because I know you're a fan um, Just you know Think through some of those options uh, We're just trying to help it's all we're trying to do is trying to help you. So that's all we're trying to do here with rugby league news. Um, should we enter the pod? Yes, because mm-hmm. by my count, we've been going for over half an hour. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you've forgotten during our long absence, this is paging Mr. Potter, uh, mm. rambling, incoherent podcast where we do, nonetheless, every single week read one page of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, and we've made a hell of a lot of progress. I mean. It, it's taken a while. It's been more than three years, actually. But um, we're up to page 145 this week. Pretty good effort. I think Fuck that's fair up. to say. And um, well, the three of us, just to refresh your memory, I'm Nathan, joined, as always, by Reardon. Bon appetit, bitch. That's his new catchphrase. <laughs> that's I've his been new informed. catchphrase. My new catchphrase of 2022, guys. Uh, Schwang is just going on the back burner for now, just trying something new. Let me know what you think about... Bon appetit, bitch. Well, I've seen you actually um, workshopping a couple of catchphrases this year so far. Uh, you've been using bon appetit, bitch, uh, with a plum, might I say. You. But you've also been saying quite frequently, welcome to the jungle, bitch. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> Which I also love. <laughs> I For the wel- record. Welcoming a lot of people to the jungle. Uh, often, <laughs> often when they, um, <laughs> when they uh, proffer any sort of um, opposition to, <laughs> to terrible behaviour, I'd say... A lot of people bitch at the moment as well, Rudy. And you <laughs> yes, seem yeah, that yeah. seems to be the essence of it. Just like, kind of like, um, what's that Breaking Bad character again? Oh yeah, Jesse um, Jesse Pinkman, I think his name is. So very topical of you as well. <laughs> yeah. And yep, did I yeah. even introduce the third member of the pod? <clears throat> it's Andrew. Oh yeah, Corp, that's me, ladies and gentlemen. Hello there. G'day. COVID survivor and wow. veteran so, podcaster. So brave. Well, so far you might maybe you have a long COVID and it will um, just kind of destroy your lungs over time. Well, I was hoping for work purposes that I would develop a, a sort of, you know, a, the kind of long COVID that doesn't impact my life too much, but does allow me to never work and still get paid. But devastatingly, I have not been able to uh, acquire that. But hey, maybe round two. Who if knows? such a strain could develop, I mean, if you are listening, COVID, China, SARS, uh, <laughs> I mean, not China, the viruses, I'm talking directly to the, <laughs> the virus now. <laughs> yeah. Huge get, huge get that we were able to get coronavirus on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got a few questions. Firstly, were you created in a lab on purpose? 
Anyway, happy Chinese New Year to everyone once again. (laughs) 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 Oh, before we go any further down this dark and stormy path, should we just get the bloody page out of the way? Yeah, let's, let's do it. I've been looking forward to it. I've been missing this. Oh, you've been saying every day, Andrew, can we can we go back a day early? Can we go back a week early? Can we go back a month early? And uh, we say, no, Andrew, you simply must wait. You're like, but I want to find out what happens on the next page. <laughs> well, Now, and- obviously, I remember what's happening at the moment in the book. Yes. I know that, like the back of my hands or something. But what? just for the potophiles that maybe aren't as studious as us, haven't got the sort of um, the wherewithal to remember mm-hmm. what's happening in this children's book. What is going on in well, Harry Potter? Well, you seem like you've got a pretty good stuff. grasp on it, Andrew. Why don't you tell us what was going on on page 144? Hmm. All right. Yep. So uh, there was some Quidditch uh, involved, I think. Yep. And oh no, there was a troll. Oh no, there's a troll. <laughs> a troll. Oh, it's was Quidditch. Months and months ago. Ages <laughs> <Okay>. ago. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought the Quidditch was ages ago, wasn't that? No, when it was Quidditch. Wood? Uh, we've we've done a lot of Quidditch. we've gone Quidditch troll Quidditch. We're back to Quidditch. Okay, it was a troll sandwich. <laughs> <Got> it. <laughs> it's um, your classic literary device, the troll sandwich. <laughs> oh yeah. Although, it's like, I tell you what, I must say, I've been watching. I'm um, going back and watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, I mean, first impression is, man, it's a lot better than Harry Potter. <laughs> but oh yeah. Secondly, what's incredibly striking is it's like, huh. This has a lot of similarities to Harry Potter. There's yeah. almost yeah. like character for character, plot point for plot point. You can pretty yeah. much, if you could like um, superimpose them over each other, they would line up pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah. they. It was it was a weird time back then, right? There was that real... Um, there, was a, there was mysticism in the air, you know? There was a real love <laughs> for anything magical. Because um, I've actually recently been watching the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, a um, bit of a throwback, mm. which I will say, strongly recommended. Honestly, very fucking good. Oh, you, you described them as swashbuckling the other day, and it you did hit the ear wrong. <laughs> and I won't apologise for that. Um, very bold. But, you know, there's quite a lot of magic in that as well. All this stuff about, you know, Davy Jones's um, locker, locker yeah, and yeah. stuff. He and had a freaking um, octopus on his face. <laughs> Yeah, most that it. was pretty magical. So, hello. Was all the movies about- now and are not really? I don't even. How would you describe? Because it's like it's still like I'm thinking about like Marvel movies, mm. right? Those kind of movies. I guess it's not like real. Like they, it's all kind of, but it's not magical. What is mm. the distinction there? Do you know what I'm saying? I think you've hit on it, kind of, um, because. Harry Potter is real, and it's so similar to Lord of the <laughs> yeah. Rings because that is real, and so these are these are true stories, and so they true resonate stories. more deeply. Pirates yeah, of the Caribbean, I see what you, mean. you know, yeah, Caribbean's yeah. a real place. Caribbean's a real know? place. Um, I've been there. If you've ever, it's cool. You, if you've ever dared to steal a movie, I hate to say it, but you're no better yeah. than Captain Jack Sparrow. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereas superheroes, I don't yeah, buy it. I've never heard of an Iron it. Man. An, an, an Iron that? Man? A man how made does, of how iron? He reproduce. <laughs> <laughs> how does a man who is also an iron reproduce? That's what I'd like to know. That's the man. his dad? Was his mom an iron? Is that was? I don't get it. Can, can someone explain? He's like what are we dad fucking, fucking talking? Iron or something? That's my question. <laughs> Such a good point. That's Actually, my only question. We should be careful. You these fucking 
comic book nerds it's more like it's more dicey than saying things about the prophet muhammad now to like to like lightly yeah. criticize a marvel film will get you absolutely murdered online that's so true if we do an unofficial depiction of the prophet you know hulk <laughs> we could be in real trouble uh, so we'll tread lightly there um yeah. It is true, actually. Like, MCU fandom, like, that really is, like, the kind of, I guess, the equivalent of the Mujahideen of, yeah. of this year. Yeah. I mean, I suppose they're still kind of, like, you know, the Taliban or whatever. Yeah, Munz Gorsese's got a fatwa on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like the Salman Rushdie of the he current is. age, right? Should we invade whatever country Stan Lee was from, for instance? So, it's sort of, like, retaliate. So, like, do they have any oil? Anyway. <laughs> Question for another time. I Let's think he was from Turkmenistan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, should we do a page, 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 page? Um, all right. So, page 144. That's right. Uh, Snape, we, well, we learned that there's 700 ways of committing a Quidditch foul. Um, all of them happened during a World Cup match in 1473. Um, so, that was a hell of a oh, yeah. match. Uh, and then uh, Harry had a, the Quidditch book where he learned this. It's called Quidditch Through the Ages. And then Snape grabbed it from him. He said, give it to me. Okay. Guys, I've, I've read ahead on this page and we have actually touched on this page um, previously in the uh, Harry Potter podcast we do. So I think some of it will be familiar and hopefully okay. it gives a bit of context to, um, to what we learned previously. So Harry's pissed off He's like Why is Snape hobbling He just made that rule up He can't just take that book from me um, Harry's Harry's restless He's got restless leg syndrome uh, So to, to get rid of it He just goes and Tosses one off To sort of settle his nerves <laughs> Comes oh, yeah. back Comes just back Just what the doctor ordered Clear head Sore wrist um, And then they go And try to Do something What do they do here So I Vamping there with the masturbation stuff while I read. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just refer to the page, I reckon. Just refer yeah, to the page. Should, refer, yeah. yeah, just read it. I was just kind of um, doing a bit of slam poetry with the page in the way I was approaching yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, just yeah. Oh, you mean all the stuff about him having a vigorous bat wasn't in there? Okay, well, no, that's that's that was, was, that was ad lib. Impressive. <laughs> <laughs> this boy's been to Second City. This guy knows his way around a bit of improv. Harry went down to the office of Snape and Snape <laughs> said, hey. Read in. Could you yes. do exactly that at the next presidential inauguration? That would just <laughs> really... Oh, that would it's knock the so crowd powerful when you say like boring things in stupid ways. That's what <laughs> I find. So, um, uh, so Harry's like, I'm going to go get my book back. I'm getting my book back from Mr. Snape because I want my bloody book. I want to give it a read. Uh, his name's Professor Snape. Sorry, sorry. Not Professor Mr. Snape. <laughs> Mr. Snape. <laughs> Mr. Um, Snape. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to start reading word for word now because I think you guys will recognize uh, this passage and like I said before, maybe it, it uh, gives I us a doubt bit, I will, but a bit more uh, information as to what was really happening. Harry knocked, but there was no response. He pushed the door ajar and peered inside, and a horrible scene met his eye. Snape and Filch were inside, alone. <laughs> Snape, I do remember now. Snape was holding his robes above his knee. <laughs> One of his legs was bloody and mangled. Filch was handing Snape bandages. 
blasted thing, Snape was saying. How are you supposed to keep your eyes on all three of these big juicy heads at once? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Harry tried to shut the door quietly, but Potter! Snape's face was twisted with fury and lust as he dropped his <laughs> rope. That they, they didn't say and lust with fury, yeah, of course. <laughs> but the rest is pretty they. much word for word. Snape's face yeah. was twisted with fury as he dropped his robes quickly. Harry gulped. I just wondered if I could have my book back. Get out! Get out! Wow, there you Shout go. Shout out to Potterfile Coops and the Spellcasting <clears throat> yep. Couch for that disgusting passage that we have heard before and yeah. uh, haunts me to this day. Is that the end I'll of the page? What, that's the end of the page. But like, don't you reckon we heard like a little snippet of that, but even having read the whole page, it's still just as yeah, weirdly like, um, yeah. if more profoundly erotic and uh, maybe I just speak for myself here, but are uh, deeply arousing. No, it is absolutely. Um, I have the other question I have though is, um, how the fuck did Coops find that passage? Because that's not like a no. You can't just Google nothing, search. Yeah. How would you find that? That's not like a famous Harry Potter quote. Like you're not going to find that on like quotely or I don't. Is that, I don't it's know almost as if she um, put a bit of <laughs> quote thought feed. and effort into her segments, which is like. No wonder we oh, have yeah. no okay. idea how well, she fucking did it. I suppose that is an alien concept. <laughs> I don't understand happen. how that would really work, but um, okay. Hey, speaking of which, don't you have a segment, Nathan? Can we do that? Can oh, we stop talking I do about indeed. the page? Yes, yes, we can. And oh, um, speaking of putting in, you know, the hard yards and uh, really going above and beyond for the first podcast of the new year after we've had mm. such a long break, um, sort of two hours ago... Realizing I had nothing to say or, you know, anything to contribute. I did type in Harry Potter into Google and then pressed news. And, um, yeah, wouldn't you know it? I've found a, a fully formed segment, essentially. Um, Yay. This one's called Dialogue Alley. So that's very funny, isn't it? Dialogue <laughs> Alley. Dialogue. Actually, you know what? By our standards, that's pretty fucking good. <laughs> it's, it's that's definitely fine. possible. Um, <coughs> all right, this comes from... I mean, from it's no sort this seggy hat, <laughs> but it's still a pretty good name for a segment. <laughs> still don't really remember what that was. No, neither of it. I think, actually, no, I do remember now. That was a segment where people would write in with names or puns and we had to come up with a segment on the fly for what that segment would be. Um, oh, and, that's right. Yeah, sort and we seggy. kind of... Hat. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't even. Still doesn't make sense. Maybe that wasn't that. <laughs> anyway, no good, no good. Let's see if this <laughs> is any better. I, I don't think it will be personally, but uh, oh, maybe. come on, um, dialogue there alley. Is, there is potentially a big prize on offer at the end of all this. So let me just you know get straight into it. Mm. Uh, Got to first bring you an article from Screen Rant, some spurious oh, website. Eleven-year-old yeah. uh, Harry Potter fan sets movie quote guessing world record. What does that mean? That headline tells me nothing. Doesn't seem to make any grammatical sense, reading. I'm glad you noticed that. Let's continue. An 11-year-old Harry Potter fan sets a new record for correctly assigning the most movie quotes to their characters within a span of 60 seconds. Is that any clearer? How is that a record? That just sounds like a regular, (laughs) like some sort of warm-up game for English class or something. I mean, I was about to say... That sounds really easy, but I'm guessing we're going to be playing a round of that soon. So, 
And that isn't it really like hard? Really dependent on like the length of the quotes and how fast the guy is speaking, the question master, and also the ability to name more than three Harry Potter characters. That's yeah. what I'm thinking might be my my downfall, <laughs> unless it's Dumbledore. <laughs> These are all great points, and I have incorporated them into the game. Um, but let me just read on uh, <laughs> Eli Schmelik. <laughs> Eli Schmelik, an eleven-year-old boy from Essex. Now, what I was the quote that he said? <laughs> What's that? Uh, he sounds like a Harry Potter character. Oh, that was right, a bit yeah, of a joke. Yeah, Don't yeah, worry about it. <laughs> he sort of does sound like a Harry Potter character, but then you have to remember, Andrew, there are no Jewish characters in Harry Potter. <laughs> well, I thought he might work in the bank. Schmelik, <laughs> 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 I don't know if that is a traditional Jewish name, but nice to see uh, those prejudices um, come to the fore. Uh, I think it's just the Schmer. That yeah, sounds quite you Jewish. guys love Schmee. For anyone wondering, it is uh, Eli C H M E L I K. So I've oh. chosen to pronounce that Schmelik. Very ugly name. <laughs> yeah. Don't you reckon? Unesthetic name. Yeah, Schmelik. I agree. It's very unesthetic. <laughs> yeah. Some people do have bad sounding names. What's the worst sounding name? Mm. Let's think right now. Froggit. No, I meant of somebody that exists. Not just frog it. <laughs> that would be a good one. Frog it. Frog it. I thought you were going to say, you know, Susan Sarandon or something. You just go, frog it. Oh, Susan Sarandon, that's a great name, but, you know. Just I was like, <laughs> I just throw her under the bus person. for no reason. <laughs> I don't know why that was the first name I thought of. <laughs> Frog it. Well, be that as it may, and frog it notwithstanding. Eli Schmelik, an 11 year old boy from Essex, identified 19 Harry Potter film quotes in a span of 60 seconds. Schmelik's mother had to secure two independent timekeepers, two independent witnesses, and an independent reader for her son to be able to contest the record, which necessitated choosing 50 potential quotes of no less than four words each, with a single character represented no more than four times. So. Right. But surely, like, who else has done these under these exact terms? Of course, he'll be the record holder. Yeah, but that's every Guinness World Record. That's true. That's They're true. all just, like, you know, the most specific thing ever. Well, I'm thinking you guys are about to break his record. Because what I've, what I've seen his... Um, I've seen the video. Uh, it wasn't very impressive. So, for instance, one of the quotes he had to guess was, Dobby is used to death threats, sir. He gets them Dobby. five... To- yeah, Dobby. You're a what wizard, Harry. D- um, Harry d- Hagrid. Ah, fuck <laughs> I stumbled a little bit there um, So maybe this isn't as sure thing as I thought it might be Was it, Is there any Hello Father in there? Because I'm That's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favourite quotes So are we working together as a team? I think you and Andrew can work together as a team I don't see anything okay. wrong with that But yeah. um, I'm going to queue up uh, 60 seconds on the clock Yeah um, well, we need two independent timekeepers. So, if you're a potophile out there <coughs> listen, listening and you are a verified uh, timekeeper, please uh, just send in your certificate of authenticity for this as well, please. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It would be very helpful. Um, basically, <laughs> I've got 20 quotes ready to go. So, if you guys can say these 20 quotes. Is that all? Well, his was only 19. So, all right, well, 20, let's do it. 20 to set the new record. Um, and then you guys will go into the Guinness World Records. I'm, I'm quite willing to send the transcript of this episode in, in its entirety, <laughs> in its entirety. <laughs> to the good people at Guinness. And um, 
yeah, in I mean, all seriousness, would it be possible for us to actually get in the Guinness World Records for something like this? There's got to be something about what we're doing on oh, this yeah, podcast that's never been done before. Oh, yeah, you can just make up your own inane category that no one's attempted. And by definition, yeah. I mean, we longest weekly Harry Potter podcast. I think we've already got that one, don't we? Surely. Oh, uh, yeah. Probably. Anyway. Yeah, you're probably right. Sorry, let's get on with the game because I'm excited to win a record. Right, All right, I'm going to let me break on focusing. Eyes closed. Let me just get 60 seconds up on the clock. <clears throat> yep. Okay, Andrew, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Read and ready? Yep. Okay, your time starts now. My name is Malfoy. Draco Malfoy. <laughs> Draco, Draco Malfoy. <laughs> Correct. The one chooses the wizard. Old Harry Potter. Sir Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington, at your service. Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington. Nearly headless Nick, I mean. Wandering around at midnight, Ickle Firsties. Nicholas Peeves, Peeves, Peeves. I'm Hermione Granger, by the way. Hermione Granger. No post on Sundays. Hagrid? Post and Pat. Dursley, Dursley, Vernon Dursley. Correct. I think I'll leave it somewhere for Longbottom to find. How about a Patrick? Draco Malfoy. Correct. I'm Ron Weasley. Uh, Ron Weasley. <laughs> Ron Weasley. <laughs> we could all have been killed or worse, expelled. Hermione. Hermione Granger. It's no wonder no one can stand her. She's a nightmare, honestly. Ron. He lies. He lies. Voldemort. Uh, the, the, the turban. Voldemort. <laughs> Quirrell. <laughs> the turban. Oh, time's up. That was oh. only 11. Fuck, oh, 20 so is a lot. 20 is a lot. Yeah, I mean, what a shame. I mean, you didn't <laughs> well, even get to Hello Father, for instance, or, you know, My Name's <laughs> Hagrid, or... <laughs> my Name's Hagrid. So, well, I really thought we would have had that in the bag. I think some of that might have been my very slow reading and laughing uh, consistently, but also, I mean, stumbled on some interesting ones there. I mean, not to get yeah. Ollivander, for instance. <laughs> doesn't say a lot for our knowledge of Harry Potter. We're one of the only things we've covered so far on the pod. For um, a long time, we talked about him. That was, well, that was great. <laughs> Loved, <laughs> that really yeah, good. Like, that's really a, that's good a great game. minute of content. Loved, loved dialogue alley. That was great alley. And what I love about it is that it's got legs. Yeah, well, that's the thing, Rita. I mean, we failed this time, but I, I think the listeners would like to hear us try again next week and the next week and the next week. Uh, at oh yeah, oh, I'm sure that sounded up in the Guinness World not Records, annoying at all. So. Yeah, yeah. What about most annoying podcast? Is that an option in the Guinness World most, Records? Most you... tedious endeavor. About <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> just generally, yeah, I that's think a good that, one. I think They're the kid that just won that Guinness World Record might have that covered, though. Oh, Eli. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking, you know, as much as this is an individual pursuit in our own way, a lot of it mm. is, you know, we do have a rival. Eli Schmilek is our rival. Can yep. we start to do something to get in his head to take him down to maybe send a warning <laughs> shot over the bow? Mm. Could we dox him? Maybe? Could we dox <laughs> the little boy? Could we dox Eli Schmelik, the eleven-year-old uh, Harry Potter fan? We know he lives in Essex. <laughs> if we have any psychotic potophiles in Essex, please do write in. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, please don't. Good on you. Good on you, Eli. Yeah, yeah congratulations. And, congratulations. And I think Eli. there's a couple of you potophiles out there who. In particular, don't actually do anything. Yeah, <laughs> you know who you, you know are. Who you are, and I yeah, don't want to give you any oxygen, but you know who you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to touch it. 
Well, this um, feels like a good podcast. Let's, no, let's bring good, it home. Let's ra- round good. it off with some orders of Phoenix. Jeez, like riding a bike, huh? Mm-hmm. Straight back into it. That was easy. We did it really good. We did a good podcast. Um, Yeah, Orders of Phoenix, my favorite part. What are we doing? Let's rate that shit. What What are we out of? 100 and something? 40, 45. 145? Pretty good. Oh. It was a horny page. And we, I love a bit of horn on my page. Okay, 69. 69. Funny. That's, That's funny. funny. That's the kind of humor that we can bring to the table each and every week. If you just listen, if you just rate and subscribe on Apple, iTunes, and Spotify, then we'll bring that kind of hilarious humor every single week without fail. 69 out of 145. Funny. Pull over. Let that laughter out. (laughs) You know, don't want you to crash. It's funny stuff. I'm proud of myself. What's next on the agenda? Well, that'd have to be word of the week. Dumpy, Dumpy, Dumbledore's grumpy Weasley, Weasley, come on and squeeze me I don't care about anyone but Snape Word of the week, dude! Three, two, one Frog Schmeagol, or whatever his name is Schmeagol 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 Eli Schmeagol Eli Schmeagol Name for the page? Oh yeah. Um, what were we <coughs> saying about um, superheroes or something? I can't remember the point we were making mm. about that. Were they terrorists? Something about Turkmenistan Lee. Oh yeah, oh, Turkmenistan yeah. Lee, <laughs> the prisoner of Turkmenistan. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, 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 Lee. Yeah, that's Harry good. Potter and the prisoner of Turkmenistan Lee. Pause. Oh Lee. well. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's good. I um, like it. I like it a lot. That's that's mm. really good. We um, had a double do. Yeah, donate to Riordan's um, spurious Chinese New Year fund. Yes, my scam. Maybe uh, I. I wonder if you can set up a GoFundMe that just says my my Chinese New Year scam and see if they'll <laughs> see if they'll approve it. <laughs> you might have your bank account shut down, oh, like one yeah. of the potophiles did when they tried to buy our NFT last year. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> still available, uh, as far as yeah, I'm still concerned. available, guys. Yes, actually, yes. Uh, I'd argue that it's worth more now than it was when we <laughs> first posted it. So, it couldn't be worth less. Is ours an ape? Uh, no, I think it's a. What is it? Oh no, it's a. Um, uh, it's a non-mundungible token. Yeah, it's a non-mundungible <laughs> token. Non-mundungible. <laughs> we don't have time to get into that, no, but it's <laughs> still available somewhere. If you if you search for mundungible, it probably will come up. <laughs> um, all right. If we got any, oh, we need a dumble don't. Um, it does come up. It's the first. <laughs> it's the first. Is it actually? Yeah, the SEO is good. So you're buying some good <laughs> SEO juice. It's uh, <laughs> the only four. The only four um, options on Google are. <laughs> Non-mundungible tokens Free money Exclamation mark Brackets Extremely rare Non-mundungible <laughs> tokens And then the image Is a stupid drawing Well This could be yours Yes You may lose your bank account In the process But you can own This worthless Piece of shit That Nathan and I made So I don't know um, Well that has to be Our Dumbledore then Dumble don't be the idiot that missed their big chance to cash in, cha-ching, yeah. retire, and, um, you know, live <laughs> the rest of your days in sunny Acapulco. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
we are none mundungible token under your pillow as you sleep. Uh, we could have been Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Acapulco if we said it earlier. <laughs> Save it for next week. We'll still need another name. <laughs> um, <clears throat> wow. How do we normally wrap up? Just like that. We just kind of fizzle out usually, right? We yep. just some babble. Yeah, trademark fizzle. Oh, have we done Dumble Do's, Dumble Don'ts? No, we just did that. Yeah, we just did it, dude. <laughs> you really are losing your fucking mind this week. Oh god. Okay. Okay. I think that's that's enough. That's enough. We did. We're back. This is a hey, long one. Fucking. We're back. You happy? We're back. Yeah. Bye bye. See ya.